We live in strange times indeed, staying put to absorb the feeds. A bloated world bleeds as a pandemic sows its seed. Oh, it's only a flu, worry not. Get on to work, they say. Ignore the worrisome lot. Only till they too pass away, till the bodies begin to rot. A muffled sneeze unmasks its plot to topple over the might of God. The mighty shiver, the cities crumble, a deadly global trot leaves us all humble. But we have been here before, haven't we? The earliest recorded pandemic happened during the Peloponnesian War, back in 430 BC. It crossed Athenian walls as the Spartans laid siege. Two-thirds of the population within those walls died. The plague of Justinian, that happened in 541 AD. That plague decimated the city. It killed approximately between 30 to 50 million people, till there was no one left to die. Even then, it did not really ever go away. Humans simply did not understand what it was. 800 years later, it morphed into what we now uh, call as the Black Death, hitting Europe very, very hard indeed. Europeans had developed a slight understanding by now that the sick were to be avoided, but there was no concept called contagion yet. History witnessed the birth of social distancing. Sailors were held on their ships for 30 days, which became known as in Venetian law as uh, Trentino. As time went on, the Venetians increased this forced isolation to 40 days or a quarantino, the origin of the word quarantine that we use today and the start of its practice in the Western world. Uh, London, unfortunately, never really caught a break even after the Black Death. The plague resurfaced roughly every 20 years from 1348 to 1665 a total of about 40 outbreaks in 300 years. And with each new plague epidemic, 20% of the men, women, children living in the British capital were killed. Uh, Ringa Ringa Rosies, a pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Londoners taught rhymes like these to their kids, not as a sing-along while playing, but as a warning sign. A rosy rash or a ring around the rosy was a symptom of the plague. The posies of herbs were carried in pockets as protection to ward off the stench and the smell of the disease on the streets. As uh, foul air was also popularly believed to be a carrier of, uh, of the plague. Sneezing or coughing was uh, of course a final fatal symptom and ashes, ashes, we all fall down was exactly what happened at the end. I am Nicola Penn and welcome. To the age of Aquarius. The bubonic plague essentially is a disease caused by the bacterium Yersinia pestis that is spread by flea infected rats and infected humans. No points for guessing, this too had started in China and made its way to the Isles of Europe via the trade routes that were all the vogue back then. It achieved greater uh, potency, however, when it became airborne. The living were scarcely enough to bury the dead, one observer had noted. The plague would kill an estimated 75 to 200 million people. 
as cruel as it was to shut up the sick in their homes and bury the dead in their mass graves it may have been the only way to bring the last great plague outbreak to an end sounds familiar doesn't it this was by far the deadliest pandemic mankind has ever faced well yet centuries later smallpox became the first virus epidemic to be ended by a vaccine british doctor a very famous guy edward jenner famously uh, inoculated a gardener's 9 year old son with cowpox and then exposed him to smallpox virus with no ill, eff- ill effect uh, the annihilation of smallpox the most dreadful scourge on human species must be the final result of this practice he wrote in 1801 it took nearly two more centuries the who in 1980 announced that smallpox had been completely eradicated from the face of the earth the cholera pandemic the third plague pandemic russian flu fiji measles pandemic and of course the spanish flu well a quick fact about that the spanish flu is called so because during the time of this outbreak the world was living with a heavy sen- censorship on media coming out of the first world war spain having almost nothing to do with that war openly reported the outbreak wire service reports of a flu outbreak in madrid in the spring of 1918 led to the pandemic being called the spanish flu it didn't not really originate in 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 spain however or in madrid for that matter worthy mentions to the chain of pandemics would be the asian flu the hiv aids ebola sars 1 and of course the star of today's show severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus 2 SARS CoV-2 aka corona the first human cases of corona the disease caused uh, were first reported by officials in Wuhan city in china in december 2019 many of the initial patients were either stall owners market employees or regular visitors to the wuhan city food market Uh, this virus has a zoonotic source meaning it passed from animals to humans in this case through bats it soon spread all over the globalized world and we come to the present day as we record this we have 7.41 million people infected about 430000 people dead as we have observed a pandemic is nothing new for humans are these numbers justifiable with all the technology we have at our disposal i mean look at it our best bet against the virus is still 13th century quarantine back in november 2002 we had sars 1 a distant cousin uh, of the corona virus belonging to the same family of corona diseases and so does the flu uh, for that matter Uh, that broke loose uh, from Guangdong province uh, in China to 26 countries almost half of toronto was wiped out uh, at least infected by it hong kong singapore hanoi and vietnam were the worst hit there were also reports that officials may have encouraged doctors to not report these new cases once once sars had started spreading through beijing In April 2003, Time magazine had obtained a letter from a physician at an army hospital in Beijing alleging that the actual number of SARS cases in the capital city was much higher than the official count. This turned out to be true. The Chinese official released the real numbers that month to the world. 
too late for any precautions to be taken illnesses like sars create panic because there are so many unknowns in the midst of the outbreak scientists were uncertain if they would be able to eliminate sars completely or it would become a seasonal illness like the flu which kills hundreds of thousands of people per year mind you luckily doctors and scientists were able to completely eliminate sars by isolating and quarantining people uh, until the virus had passed out of the system and they could no longer trans uh, transmitted to the to the others we did had some isolated uh, uh, some isolated cases of sars even after that but then again they were also maintained with quarantine and they were also controlled like that because of international cooperation to isolate and quarantine people with sars the world health organization and affected countries were able to contain sars by july 2003 china was asked to be more transparent with such things in the future all right and we celebrated medical professionals and heroes pledged that they would be better prepared next time the medical research industry promised to pour trillions of dollars into creating vaccine for the entire family of sars viruses which is corona and as we know nothing happened yes there were surveys done to ensure medical preparedness strict warning letters were issued to medical governing bodies in regions all over the world to empower more beds more medical facilities to deal exactly with the kind of issues we are dealing with today nothing happened medical beds and ventilators for a scientific reality like corona does not really make for a great speech on election day does it although shiny tax dollars are better spent spent at high rise buildings and wider parking lots <coughs> excuse me we never prepared ourselves for this china became so powerful in the last decade that it now practically runs the who as we've all seen the only uniting global decision making body that could have helped during a pandemic like this the severe lack of a world leader prevents us from unifying the battle against sars covid 2 sars 1 was an alert on how bad things could get even now the worst is yet to come for covid 2 a virus mutates as it propagates from one to the other that's how it got to humans in the first place from animals what if covid 19 becomes airborne Since the last SARS outbreak, we've seen several other outbreaks. We've had uh, MERS, H1N1, chikungunya. We've had Zika. We've had several cases of uh, Ebola outbreaks since that time. Were we not supposed to be better prepared at coordinating a global response against things like this? We had time. We had power, and we knew how we would prepare, and we chose not to. The virus itself is a natural problem and a natural phenomena but the deaths and decay that is facing the world today is completely man-made ignorant to all of this we sit at home in 13th century quarantine and choke our own economy starving half the industries celebrating corona warriors let's not get even started with that now uh i mean look I understand and respect the fact that people are out there trying to treat patients and enforce the lockdowns. I simply do not uh, understand why a doctor in the clinic today is more of a warrior than a work from home human resource professional for example. <coughs> These medicals 
the police the government agencies are just doing their jobs guys doctors take the hippocratic oath policemen also take a similar oath they are supposed to put their lives on the line to protect civil citizens it's like showering petrols on everybody who does uh, a hard day's work because at the end of the day he is boosting the economy isn't it which is for the greater good and isn't that uh, isn't isn't this all about the same i mean doctors medical workers policemen nothing against them but guys when they join this job when they join this line of work they signed up for this well anyways most shops have shut down half the population refrains from moving about uh, outdoors the small businesses choke on the dried up cash flows it creates a ripple effect on the job losses and suddenly covid pandemic becomes a global economic disaster the most effective governing bodies are authoritarian today and not democratic civil unrest brings millions of people back onto the streets starved now angry jobless against the strict laws of the lockdown freedom of movement freedom of speech are restricted in almost all the continents hospitals are getting overwhelmed with patients police brutality is at its highest and most evident form suffocation of the masses civil rights in a desperate attempt by aimless world governing bodies trying to save the entire society from collapsing but would that really be such a bad thing though is it not time yet haven't we known for quite some time that something is just not right about all this rigid hierarchical structure that is around us crony capitalism pseudo democracies diminishing civil rights <coughs> escalating corruption inequality the black death radically disrupted the society but the social political and religious upheaval created by the plague led to the renaissance period will this go down in our history as a cure called corona join me in the next part to talk more